Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. All praise is due to Allah Almighty, who through righteous deeds performed sincerely for his sake, relieves many distresses, just as he, the glorified, admits into paradise, spares from the fire, and multiplies the rewards. Allah Almighty informed us that there are lessons in their narratives of the previous people. From Surat Yusuf, there was certainly in their stories a lesson for those of understanding. In the news of the previous people, such as the people of Nuh, Hud, and Salih, are lessons. And there are many hadiths informing us of the previous people. And there are lessons for us to reflect on in the news of the three men from the people before us who took refuge in a cave due to rain at night as was related by Abdullah bin Umar bin al-Khattab may Allah be pleased with them who narrated that he heard the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam say three men amongst those who came before you set out until night came and they reached a cave so they entered it. A boulder fell down from the mountain and blocked the entrance of the cave. They said, Nothing will save you from this unless you supplicate to Allah by virtue of a righteous deed you have done. Allah tested these three men with a huge boulder that fell from the mountain and blocked them from exiting the cave. Allah tested them through this and guided them to the means of relieving this distress. Thereupon, one of them said, O oh Allah, I had parents who were old, and I used to offer them milk before any of my family and servants. One day, I went far away in search of grazing, and could not come back until they had slept. When I milked as usual and brought the milk, I found them both asleep. I hated to disturb them, and also disliked to give milk to my family or servants before them. My children were crying out of hunger at my feet, but I awaited with a bowl in my hand for them to wake up. When they woke up at dawn, they drank milk. O oh Allah, if I did so to seek your pleasure, then deliver us, then Deliver us from the distress caused by the boulder. The boulder moved slightly, but they were unable to escape. This shows the importance of dutifulness to parents. The man would make sure that they would be the first to drink from the evening milk. He disliked that he would break this habit of serving them first. The man's children were crying at his feet out of hunger. In spite of this, he preferred his parents. He could have easily quieted his children with some of the milk, but he was insistent in giving preference to his parents over his children and the rest of his family. He was mindful of Allah, whose knowledge encompasses all. Allah Almighty recompensed his dutifulness to his parents in spite of the difficult circumstances. The Hadith continues. The next one said, O oh Allah, I had a cousin whom I loved more than anyone else. 
I wanted to have an intimate relation with her, but she refused. Hard-pressed in a year of famine, she approached me. I gave her 120 dinars on a condition that she would yield herself to me. She agreed, and when we got together, she said, Fear Allah, and do not break the seal unlawfully. I moved away from her, in spite of the fact that I loved her most passionately, and I let her keep the money I had given her. Oh Allah, if I did that to seek your pleasure, then remove the distress in which we are. The boulder moved aside a bit further, but they were still unable to get out. This highlights the virtue of chastity, decency, modesty, and purity. The second man attempted to take advantage of his cousin's dire situation and offered her 120 dinars, which is equivalent to about a half a kilogram of gold. The man was driven by a blinding passion. He could have easily done what he wanted. He was alone with his cousin, far from the sight of the people. But when he was reminded to fear Allah, it woke him up. He realized that he was not alone and that nothing escapes Allah. He backed off and left all the money with her. The hadith continues. The third one said, O oh Allah, I hired some laborers and paid them their wages, except one of them departed before taking his due. I invested his money in business, and the business prospered greatly. After a long time, he came to me and said, O oh servant of Allah, pay me my dues. I said, All that you see is yours, camels, cattle, goats, and servants. He said, O servant of Allah, do not mock me. I assured him that I was not joking. So he took all the things that and went away. He spared nothing. O Allah, if I did so, seeking your pleasure, then relieve us of our distress. The boulder slipped aside, and they got out walking freely. This was related by both Al-Bukhari and Muslim. This shows the importance of doing good unto others without expecting anything in return and the virtue of guarding the trust in the best possible fashion. The man dutifully looked after the money and invested and grew the wealth and did not take compensation for his time and efforts. In such a situation, the man could have easily mistreated the worker when he came to claim his wages. He could have easily told the worker that you have nothing with me. He could have easily returned the same exact amount of wealth that the worker was due. The worker would not have known. The worker did not know how much his wealth grew. The man could have easily kept most of it, and the worker would not have known otherwise. However, the one who is neither taken by sleep or slumber or rest knew. Nothing escapes the sight of Allah Almighty. The man acted sincerely seeking the pleasure of Allah the Exalted. After the three men implored Allah through their righteous deeds, done sincerely for his sake, they were able to exit, which indicates the virtue of sincerity to Allah. Righteous deeds done sincerely for the sake of Allah are, the, are means for relieving distress in this world and in the hereafter. So a person should strive 
to rectify his intention and perform his deeds sincerely for the sake and solely for the sake of Allah Almighty. O people, Allah Almighty assisted his dutiful servants even when all the worldly means were cut off. The boulder was huge and no match for the three men. But Allah Almighty is the All-Powerful and the Almighty. All that we see is significant, whether it is the largest boulder, the largest mountain, the largest planet, the largest universe. It is all insignificant to the Lord of the worlds. To put matters in perspective, let us consider one creation of Allah. The Prophet ﷺ said, I have been permitted to tell about one of Allah's angels who bears the throne that the distance between the lobe of his ear and, the, and his shoulder is a journey of 700 years. This is related in Sunan Abi Dawood. And if the distance from the ear to the shoulder is 700 years, what would be the distance from his head to his feet? What is his strength and power? What is the strength and power of this angel who carries the throne, of which the heavens and the earth compared to this throne would be like a small ring in a large, vast land? And what is the magnitude of this throne that the angel is just one of the bearers? And what is the might? What is the power? What is the strength? What is the greatness of the one who created the throne, who created its bearers, and who created the worlds? So let us be mindful of Allah Almighty and strive for his everlasting paradise. Let us all ask ourselves, what deeds do we have through which we can implore Allah? What have we saved for a rainy day? هذا والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله.